Hello, hello, hello. This is the Vanilla JS Podcast. I'm Chris Ferdinandi. Thanks for joining me. Today, I wanted to talk about why you should write vanilla JavaScript when you could just use a library or framework or plugin. Um, so uh, last week on Twitter, I had an interesting conversation that boiled down to what I think is a simple, reasonable question. Why write your own vanilla JS in a world where so many talented developers have created libraries and frameworks that solve similar problems to the one you're trying to solve? I think that's a really fair question. Why, why should we write our own content when there's so many tools to choose from? And for me, there are three reasons. Performance, accessibility, and time. Let's break each one down. So first, performance. Most third-party solutions are packed with lots of stuff that you don't need for your specific use case. They solve your problem, but they also solve a bunch of other problems that you don't actually have. This is something I talk about a fair bit in uh, the Lean Web, my talk and my book on how to build a simpler, more performant worldwide web, and I'll drop a link to that in the show notes for you. Now, if you multiply that extra code times all of the third-party libraries, frameworks, and plugins that we use, you end up with a performance-crushing amount of bloat that's ruining the web for all but the most modern of devices and internet connections. And that's not good. Uh, the second point is accessibility, um, or the second reason, I should say. And so to me, the web is for everyone. Not just for me, like the web is for everyone, but it doesn't always feel like that. An alarming number of modules, libraries, and frameworks are not built accessibly, including ones that advertise themselves as accessible. Last year, the accessibility group WebAIM conducted a survey of the top million sites in the web, and they found that sites that used frameworks were more likely to have accessibility errors. Now, a lot of people are quick to point out that this isn't like the framework's fault per se, but um, there's a couple of, I guess, pieces to this. Um, one of them is that these tools were built without accessibility in mind from the start, and then it kind of gets shoehorned in later. But they also promote this environment of modules and plugins and just grabbing stuff that people have already built and plugging it into the ecosystem. And in doing so, a lot of the more popular options there were built without accessibility in mind, or they were built with accessibility in mind, but incorrectly. And so you have large numbers of people using inaccessible tools for interactive components because they, um, they don't know enough about accessibility to evaluate these tools properly on um, you know, whether they're actually accessible or not, or even know that there's something that they should be concerned about there. And I talked about this a little bit in a previous episode on um, the problem with the tools we use and the kind of the default expectations they create for people. So I'll drop a link to that in the show notes as well. But the bottom line is if you care about the web and the people who use it, accessibility matters a lot more than ease for the developer. And that's what a lot of these tools are about is ease for the developer, not the benefit to the user, even though they're sometimes framed that way. And then the third thing for me, the reason I choose to write vanilla JavaScript instead of just using libraries or frameworks more often is time. I find that many, many third-party solutions do almost what I want, but not quite. And often in the amount of time that I spend messing around with it to make it do what I want, I could have just built my own thing. I know that I may be an outlier here. As a more junior developer, finding third-party solutions that solve my problems was a blessing, but learning how they worked and how to write my own approach that was what pushed me past being a junior developer to where I am now. 
And I'm not saying you should never use third-party solutions. None of this is to say always write 100% of your own code. I use small plugins and helper functions all the time. I reuse my own code. I use other people's code snippets and build on top of them. But I think that's way different than just use a framework. And that's, that's really all I'm trying to say. It's not never use other code, but use it more selectively and use just the minimal amount that you can get away with. So that's it for today. If you really want to finally master JavaScript, head over to VanillaJazzGuides.com and check out my pocket guides and video courses. They're short, focused, and made for beginners. And as a listener of this show, you can take 30% off with the code podcast at checkout. You'll learn the ins and outs of a topic in under an hour. So definitely go check that out, VanillaJSGuides.com, and I will talk to you next time. Cheers.